Welcome back, you beautiful people, to yet another episode of the TRE Podcast. We're still going. We're still coming at you hot. And you all keep listening and sharing, which I appreciate from the bottom of my heart. Our community is the reason for this Revive Effect podcast, finishing in the top 20% most globally shared on Spotify. Our message is resonating. Our insights are making an impact. So thank you to you for always tuning in and bringing that exceptional energy you always bring. So without further ado, our topic today is something that so many of us battle with on a daily basis. If you're someone who deals with negative self-talk, limiting beliefs, or for the life of them can't wonder or you wonder why it's so hard to stay motivated and consistent, this is an episode that you do not want to miss. Now, before we dive in today, I want to give you a personal message regarding the struggles that you're going through and that we just said, it's okay. Be gentle with yourself. You're not alone and the only person who gets in the ring every day and tussles with their negative self-talk and limiting beliefs. Heck, there's times where I go through a low period and I can't muster up the motivation and the drive to get after my goals. You're human. We're human. I'm human. I want you to be easy on yourself, not only throughout this episode as we cover these topics, but also once you walk away from today and start putting these insights into action. Now, a lot of these times, and I've definitely experienced this personally over the last little while, that although, and I want you to listen up to the statement, although we're always in pursuit of better tactics, information, and actions to solve our problems of anxiety, overwhelmed, getting the better body, or becoming the best version of ourselves, we need to first gain control of our inner selves before we start looking outward. So often we're quick to hop on a meal plan, a new crazy busy routine that we planned up for ourselves, Or we take on, and I know this is you, we take on way more than we can handle and we put it on our plates. Plate doesn't get any bigger, but the stuff keeps coming on. But if you haven't mastered your inner self, your thoughts, limiting beliefs, master your ability to catch yourself spiraling. No matter how many external things you take up or try to use as a distraction or a solution, will never be as powerful as mastering your inner self first. It's like driving to a destination you've never been to, but on the way there, you forget to put the address in the GPS. Okay, you're going to get lost. You're going to go over some bumpy roads that you weren't supposed to, and you're going to feel overwhelmed because it's getting dark outside and you haven't got to your destination yet. Oh yeah, let's make matters even worse. Your tank's running on empty. What are you going to do? Now again, this isn't your fault. We all struggle with this. It's just the way that life goes, the way our society is structured. It's difficult, it's overwhelming, and it's frustrating. I hear you. I've been in your boat and I empathize from the bottom of my heart with you, okay? But to ensure that you're able to confidently master your inner self and be gentle with yourself throughout this process, the conversation that I have today with our amazing guest, Ronnie Fogan, will help you understand exactly how to do this. Now, I met Ronnie at a networking event during the time I was living in Toronto. And you know when you pick up on people's energies from the moment you meet them? You say, ooh, This person has got some shady energy. Let me get the heck out of this convo. Or other times you feel immediately at peace, calm, and open talking to them from the moment that they say, hey. Now, Ronnie, my man Ronnie was exactly that. Listening to him tell me about his success and all his passion projects he's busy pursuing, his energy in the midst of all this came across as zen, in control, confident, calm, And this is the big reason I wanted to have him on this episode to share his secrets on how he manages to keep his headspace clear, stay confident, in control, and driven, 
in the midst of dealing with all the pressures and overwhelm of his career, the negative self-talk and insecurities that come along with the challenges of daily life. What you need to know about Ronnie is that he is a CPA, a chartered professional accountant. He is the founder of Fogan and Associates and an exceptional content creator. With a mission around impacting and empowering his community through financial literacy and tax education. Now, although he's not in the health space, but the way he impacts and empowers can be applied anywhere, any country, any industry, which is why Ronnie and his mind are so amazing. Ronnie is incredibly active and well-known online. He's been featured on QuickBooks blog. He's also featured on CPA Ontario blog and speaking at DreamCon. Okay, he's sharing his message, he's sharing his insight, and he's sharing his wisdom where he can all over. Now, what can you expect in this episode? What are you going to discover, all right? Diving into our overarching conversation pieces of the big, the big ones, self-talk, limiting beliefs, and motivation. On top of this, you're going to get a deeper dive with Ronnie's tactics for dealing with imposter syndrome and limiting beliefs. Later, we're going to dive into mental pollution and what that is and how our generation is promoting it in your mind. Then we're going to dive into dealing with overwhelm and anxiety when working toward your goals and how to really just go about that in a healthy way. And lastly, to wrap up the episode, we're going to talk about how to navigate grind culture in a healthy and sustainable way. If all of this intro resonated with you and you're sitting here saying, Matt, you describe me to a T, this is an episode that you're going to want to put your seatbelt on for. Stick around, get your notepad out, make that tea, get cozy because we are going to have an exceptional conversation. Let's dive in. My man, Ronnie, and I right here in the Revive Effect podcast. You are now about to experience the Revive Effect. My name is Matt Celestio, entrepreneur and holistic health specialist. And if you're ready to start your health journey, but don't know where to begin, you are in the right place. At Revive, we create better ways of living for our generation by changing the conversation around health. Each episode shows you exactly how to build health into your life, and you'll unlock tactics to improve your sleep, nutrition, anxiety, self-talk, and mind. Break free from quick fix culture. It's time you learn to love your body and ignite the fire that makes you feel like the real you again. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of the TRE, The Revive Effect. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always a pleasure to have you here. And today, always a special episode. We got my boy, Ronnie, in the building. Ronnie, how you doing? Yes, sir. I'm good, Matt. Good to, good to be on the podcast. Good to be on Revive. And uh, yeah, excited to talk and, and vibe out. That's it, man. Yeah, because we met all the way at Toronto Networking event months ago. Yeah. So it's awesome to actually come together, right? For sure, for sure. That was an amazing event. Um, I met you. I met Muhib. Uh, two stand-up guys and you know it's it just clicked man yeah that's it now okay i'm excited to merge our two areas of expertise together right mm -hmm. mine is a holistic well-being yours is accounting and finance because yep. even though they differ drastically in some areas i believe they really align in terms of the pursuit of something greater for sure right so to break through our clients and our personal you know status quo mm -hmm. for revive we're creating a better way of living for our generation for your accounting and finance solutions, you're educating and empowering your community on the confusing world of personal finance and tax. Yep. Now, branch this pursuit of something greater into other people's areas of life. For some, it's overcoming depression. For others, they're working towards becoming the happiest version of themselves. Sometimes it's learning something as simple to just be gentle with themselves. So regardless of what industry we're in, 
or what we're working towards, the underlying pattern is the same. Mm -hmm. We're all on this quest, this pursuit of something greater, this personal quest for stepping into the best version of ourselves. And as you may know, right, this quest, this journey, this path, it usually will encounter some hiccups, some failures, and some struggles. No doubt. So on today's episode topic, clear headspace to stay confident and controlled and driven. The aspects of self-talk, limiting beliefs, and motivation, they play a massive role in this equation. So I want to ask you, Ronnie, have you ever personally struggled with any of these things along your journey to stepping into the best, most aligned version of yourself? Absolutely. I think in on a journey, there's always going to be uh, hurdles, and then that affects your mental state, right? So I've had challenges where, you know, uh, I had a fear of not being up to par, not being ready to educate people on personal finance, like kind of, what do you call it? Imposter syndrome. So like, that's one of the challenges that I had. Um, and that's a mental hurdle that's daily. Like it never really goes away, right? No matter what accolades you you get as you go through, you always feel like, hey man, can I can I do more? Can I provide more for for my community? And um, I'd say imposter syndrome is one of the, the, the constant challenges that I have that affects me mentally. And uh, social media as well, being a content creator, you all eyes are on you. So you kind of have to be on your best behavior and people get judgmental. So one comment, you can see like a bunch of positive comments, but you'll always see that one negative comment and then it'll, it'll mess with your psyche. Um, so that's that's another challenge. Um, I don't know if that really answers your question though. Is that kind No, of- yeah, 100% because I wanted to know what was your you know biggest struggle and what have you struggled yeah. with? Definitely the imposter syndrome. I still struggle to this day, um, always comparing myself. Like I try to not compare myself with other people who are doing similar things to me, but it's hard not to uh, in a social media world. And um, yeah, man, it's a it's a constant battle. It's a constant battle. But I but I I deal with it pretty well. Like I have my methods, and then we'll talk we'll touch upon them um, as we as we go with the podcast. But I have my methods to 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 uh, just navigate it. I guess, to navigate right? to ride the wave. Yeah. Wow, see, I, I love that you brought that up right from the get-go because imposter syndrome, even though you're, again, content creator and personal finance and tax, imposter syndrome affects anyone at any point what they're going after, right? Yeah. Like, again, I can't remember what networking event it was, but we went to it, and one of the questions from the entire audience must have been 200 people there. Mm. All entrepreneurs, they are people, you know, starting the corporate world, and just even people just on goals, they're to network. The question was, how many of you suffer from imposter syndrome? Mm. Raise your hand. And you look around, it was probably 99% of people raised their hand. Yep. So again, this is affecting everybody, regardless of what goal we're going after. So how do you deal with that, right? Like personally, mm-hmm. what are you doing day to day? What are your mm-hmm. methods? What are your tactics? I'll start with kind of on a holistic picture and then I'll jump into the day to day after. But I always try to rewire my brain. And that means like stopping myself like throughout the day and just looking back at how far I've come. So like whenever I feel like I'm not, um, up to par, I just look back and, hey, you're meant to be here. You're meant to be at this stage right now. All of the work that you've put in, don't feel like you're not meant to be because you're meant to be. Um, so that's my mindset to that where like every day, if I ever feel down or like I feel like the imposter syndrome is creeping up and it's usually before either an event that I'll be going to or like a big uh, content piece that I'll record and like, do people even want to listen to me say this? Like, will they even trust me when I say this? And I just stop myself and say, hey, Ronnie, you know what? You've done X, Y, and Z. You're fine. So that's that's kind of like the the mindset that I have holistically. And day-to-day is just like taking deep breaths, man. Like meditation whenever I can. So just like zoning out, no music, um, just sitting down and just relaxing myself, taking a deep breath. That goes a long way. Taking walks too. Like whatever I can do to just get the mind, the mind right. 
Because um, again, it just never goes away. You just have to ride the wave and have the right tools to ride the wave every time. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you said just kind of taking that breath or even mm -hmm. more for a walk, right? That's where imposter syndrome and even I guess that self-talk comes in because we're so frazzled and scattered. Once you're able to just realign, yep. take that breath, you're able to think a lot more logically, mm -hmm. clearly. And to your point, I've done X, Y, and Z. What am I saying? That's just my ego. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I like those tactics, man. I do. Now let's let's pick at this topic a little bit. Mm -hmm. What aspect of our generation do you feel clouds our head with, you know, for this lack of a better term, what we're talking about, mindless pollution, right? That negative self-talk, limiting beliefs, and positive syndrome. What's the problem in our generation, in your opinion? That's a good question. I would say the problem with our generation, and I won't say it's our generation's fault, is just the tools that we have access to now. It just has to be like access to so many eyes. Like we can reach people all across the world in a span of a second with our phones. And although that's great for, you know, exposure, if you want to build businesses, what that also does is it exposes us to other people's lives at a much faster rate. Like people, like our parents, like, first of all, they would meet people like in person every time. So they didn't have anything like choice dilemmas of like, you know, abundance of options to look at and they could stay focused in a, in a way and not be too sidetracked mentally. Um, and now that comes back to comparison because the more people you see in their lives, you're going to start comparing. And then that's going to affect your mind because you're going to be like, okay, so this person's doing this and I'm not. This person looks like this and I don't. This person has all of these, you know, materialistic things that don't really matter and I don't. And um, that that affects their mind. And I think it's, it's not our generation's fault. It's just social media has just created that uh, toxicity in our mind, you know, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, that's what I would say. Because it almost further disconnects us from who we truly are, right? What we truly mm -hmm. desire, why we're supposed to be sure, self-assured and confident, yeah. right? And it's no coincidence that the solutions to those, like how we talked about going for a walk or taking a deep breath, those have nothing to do with social media, right? That's kind of you bringing back, bringing yourself back to the world of things. Like, I don't know, like there was a philosopher, I, I don't want to butcher this, <laughs> uh, on the mic. It was either Socrates or someone else, but he said like there's the abstract and the, and the world of things and like that you know, taking a deep breath, you're take you're taking your soul back from, you know, the social media world, pulling it towards you, and then you having all those thoughts, imposter syndrome, and all that. So, there's no coincidence that just going for a walk, clearing your mind, just just doing regular things, is the 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 little solution to combat these like issues that we face mentally. Wow. Yeah. Now I'll add to that because I you got my mind working there. Mm. And it's something that we talk about in our programs too, is a lot of the tactics that we use to, whether it's calling back your health, getting in alignment with your goals, you know, getting rid of that self-talk, they're very simple, effective tactics. And a lot of clients say, Matt, okay, this seems way too easy. Going for a walk or, you know, journaling. I hear you loud and clear. It sounds so easy. But I remember a long time ago reading a study and I'm, I don't know the exact number, but they said the basic necessities for health is Eat well, mm -hmm. move, don't smoke, don't overeat, and you know, just make sure that you're in a good mental space. Very basic things. 6% mm -hmm. of Americans, I believe, do the bare minimum. Do the bare minimum. So imagine if you were to just take 100% of the population and say, you know what? Let's do some foundational easy work yeah. and let's see how far that can actually get us. And to your point, go for a walk regularly. Meditate a little bit, breathe a little bit. So call back yourself with those basics and just see how much whether your self-talk can improve your motivation, consistency, things like that. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on, Ronnie. 
you have an incredible story from where you first started on your journey and, you know, following your purpose and your passion. Can you bring us through this journey and tell our listeners, you know, what you've done from A all the way to B and what you do presently? Great question, Matt. Um, man, the story of my story goes goes way back. And um, I was born in Cameroon, small village in Penja. And uh, yeah, I was there till I was six. Um, live with my mom, my dad and my sisters. And then we all we moved to Canada. Uh, first Montreal, because, you know, it was the French speaking city. And then uh, shortly after we moved to Toronto and it was a bit rocky, you know, like right after we moved to Toronto, my parents split. Um, but then, you know, hurdles happen. Everyone has their own, you know, family struggles. And then um, it didn't stop my mother from like raising four wonderful kids, giving us the opportunities to, to strive for what we wanted to do and who we wanted to be. And uh, I was pretty good in school because like my mom would always be like, yo, Stay in school, man. If you want to get those video games, if you want to get the next FIFA 09 or whatever, you got to get those A's. Um, so, yeah, I was I was pretty decent in school. Um, kind of a nerd in school, but I made it work. Um, I used to want to be a historian. So, like, I had, I remember grade 10 career class. I love my history classes, and I wanted to become a historian, kind of, like, either work in a museum or just, like, start my own kind of, like, history channel or something. Um but then that didn't pan out. <laughs> that didn't pan out really. Like I, I had a combo with my career uh, teacher and he was saying, you could do that, but there's not a lot of money in that. Um, and I honestly appreciate him saying that because in life, one thing I, he helped me understand really early on is like you can pursue your passions, but sometimes like passion doesn't pay bills. Like it's great when like you mix your passion with paying bills. And I think everyone can do that, but it is a challenge. So I think he really sh like highlighted that for me very early on. Um, long story short, I, I literally went home, went on the career page and accountant was the first job that was there. Cause it's, hey, you know, yeah, 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 well, yeah. I like, I always tell people this and they're like, no, nah, you're kidding, bro. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm serious. Um, so I did that and I was pretty decent with numbers. I was like, why not? Um, kind of Google like the pays for CPAs and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I could, I could make something out of this. So, um, and they'll go into a business school, uh, Rotman Commerce, so U of T shout out to Rotman people who might be seeing this, uh, or hearing this and Man, it was, uni was fun. How, how, how was your uni experience? Yeah, it was the blast. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a fun time. But then I say this because right after leaving uni, entering the real corporate world, it was not so fun. So like I, I went, I worked in public accounting at KPMG and I hated it. Um, long hours, um, I felt like the work wasn't um, aligning with my values and purpose, um, which is, you know, like directly helping people like, Corporations are great, like working to, to like doing the job for these big corps is great. But I also, when I decided to be an accountant, I wanted to help people like small businesses, black owned businesses, people in my community. And I feel like I wasn't reaching that um, where I was. And with the long hours, I just was dreading it. So fast forward to now, I decided to just start my own firm. Um, and I wanted to do it my own way. This meant creating content, putting my face on camera. Uh, building trust, you know, people see my face every day. They're like, I know this guy. He's not hiding behind a computer trying to just take my money. It's like he, he's giving this stuff out for free. Um, and I absolutely love it. Like my mental state is a lot better since I started this because again, it aligns with my mission and values. I wake up every day wanting to work and it doesn't feel like work. I never think of taking a vacation, right? Because it's, it, it, I feel like I don't need to take one. Right. So, um, Fast forward to now, man, I'm blessed. And just to, to say what I do, I help content creators. I help small business owners with their personal finance and tax. So this means 
tax planning, uh, tax preparation, budgeting as well, forecasting, month-end reporting, um, just taking care of their businesses and helping them on the financial side. So a lot of creators are very, very talented artistic people who should focus on being creators um, and they should let, you know, the, the financial side be taken care of by, by an expert. So that's where I step in. Truly love it. And man, thank you for bringing us to your story. And I got to give you credit, kudos, bro, for leaving like a, a stable job to go pursue something that aligns with you more. I got to give you mad respect for yeah. that. Now, along that journey, it was very comprehensive. And again, you've moved so many different times throughout that story. There's a lot that can happen. There's a lot of variables and a lot that can overwhelm you. Now, we've talked about this on the prior call before, and this is actually what jump-started the yeah. podcast, bro. Can you tell us, or our listeners, what you call Self-Care Wednesdays and how important this concept was to staying in control mm -hmm. on your journey? Great question. Self-Care Wednesdays, it's... I have to give kudos to my therapist as well. Her name is Hillary. Shout out to Hillary. But um, she basically had told me, sometimes you need to find um, what works best for you. Because, you know, in our culture, in our society, people usually see, like, Saturdays or Sundays as reset days, uh, usually because it aligns with kind of, like, their, their their work shifts and the, like, church uh, for religious people and stuff like that. And for me, it, it's, like, Wednesdays kind of felt like the mid the midway point. People call it the hump day, but for me, it was kind of like, okay, so Mondays happen, Tuesdays happen. Let's check in with our, with our mind, our body, and soul on a Wednesday. And for me, Self-Care Wednesday consists of usually cleaning my house because I feel like a happy home and not a happy home, <laughs> a clean home, a clean home uh, leads to just like a better morale for me, right? So like whether that just be like mopping, vacuuming, or just tidying up stuff on the, on the couch, making the bed, even though I usually make it in the morning, but just like kneading, kneading it up a bit more, I feel like that's good for my soul and it helps me reset. Um, everything just stops for a minute. Like whatever work might be due, whatever stress I may be facing, like with relationships or just unnecessary pressure that I put on myself, self-care Wednesdays is just a reset pause day for me to just take care of my mind, body, and soul. And uh, it's it's been effective. I only started doing this like a few months ago, I want to say like midway through last year, but it's drastically changed uh, my mind in a positive way. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Even as a true testament, just even being in your energy and your conversation I'm zen out yeah. just by being around you. So listeners, I'm telling you, like if you just feel the energy coming off Ronnie, he <laughs> really is a testament to what he speaks. Yes, sir. Pure vibes, pure vibes. Yeah, no, but it, it really is admirable, especially because our generation, it's all about action. It's drive, it's mm -hmm. hustle, right? And it's very go, go, go grind culture. But yeah. I want to hear your opinion on this. So even if someone had the energy and had the discipline to consistently take action toward their pursuit, mm -hmm. but their mind wasn't in the right headspace, even though they're taking an action and hustling, do you feel their results will suffer? The results will suffer. I just want to kind of preface with that. When we say results suffer, do we mean in terms of their achievements uh, from grinding or do we mean like their mental state? Both. Right. Yeah. Because that's a, that's a two-part question. It's, and that's a great question. So I want to say people who grind, obviously we're in this like hustle culture and everything. I There's this guy, I don't know if maybe the listeners might know his name is Rashad Bilal. So he, he's a podcaster. He does, um, he's like the originator of like personal finance podcasts, in my opinion, he's, I look up to him and he basically said that a lot of the people who are successful in life. And again, successful is such a subjective term, right? Like defining people's success, someone who has all of the life achievements they wanted, but are lonely 
if they prefer their achievements and by by their standards are successful, but someone who values love and connections would be like, oh, I don't want to be like that person, right? So that is not their definition of success. But to get back into to the topic at hand, I think hustle culture is it's it's about what people choose to sacrifice. You always kind of give up something, you know. Like if you decide to work really hard, chances are you're spending a lot less time with family. Chances are you might not be taking care of your body too much, and that's that's a downside, right? Like some people are aware of this. A lot of people don't get sleep. There's people promoting, oh, if you're broke, you shouldn't be sleeping, which is crazy, <laughs> right? Like we all need what seven, eight hours a day, and people are like, no, if you're broke, man, you should not be sleeping. You should be <laughs> in bed um, at midnight and up at 5 a.m. ready to go to work for like 16 hours a day. And I was like, man, we can't promote this, but that's what we that's what our societies come down to, and the results like life achievements, they'll be great if you do that. I mean, chances are you're, you're, the chances will increase. But in terms of your health now, if we're, talk, if we're talking about your mental state, your physical state, it's bound to to bite you back. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. Some people, it depends on what people value. Some people, I know some people who only care about their achievements, their life achievements, and to them, hustling makes sense. They They will gladly only sleep for five hours a day if it gets them to where they want to be, whether it be because of the status they want or whatever that may be. But I think the advice that we should promote on on our to our communities is focus on your health, man, because health is wealth. You know, there's no there's no point in having all the riches in the world if you are not in a healthy condition to to enjoy the fruits of your labor and you don't have the people to cherish it with, right? So I think that's that's my take on that. And yeah, check in on Self Care Wednesdays. Just yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And it doesn't have to be it could self care Wednesdays for me. It could be self care Tuesday for you. It could be whatever moment that works for you. And that's the beauty of us as human beings. We can do what's best for us, and only we will know. And it won't be easy, but you have to do that self reflection. And and emotional intelligence is important. You have to know what you like and what you don't like, and how you feel. Every feeling that you feel, recognize it analyze it assess it and like ask yourself why am i feeling this way because if you don't ask yourself why you're feeling this way you're never going to be able to resolve that feeling if it's something that you want to uh you want to fix or you want to improve on yeah don't just let it slide yeah again okay so on this topic again too because you have a personal journey with entrepreneurship as well and the grind culture you like you know what that's like oh yeah now I like, like at the beginning, we talked about how our pursuit of something greater, regardless of what industry, whatever goal, Mm -hmm. the principle is the same, in pursuit of something greater. So you personally then, around this concept of success and accumulation Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing what you like to do, Mm -hmm. how do you stay grounded and take care of your health and your mental, I guess, kind of home Mm -hmm. along that journey so you don't get disconnected or you don't get derailed? Like, what are you doing to stay on that path? It all starts with uh, a routine and like... I never realized the importance of having routines, uh, but they are a game changer. Like it keeps you steady. So my routine personally consists of like waking up, uh, saying my gratitude. So like I just speak to my wall and just like thank God for everything I have, like all the people in my life. Like I literally name everyone too. Like usually I'll start with like my parents and my siblings, then my friends, then um, I'll start listing out like just random things I'm grateful for. Um, and that root, that part of that routine sets my mind for that, regardless of how the day goes, I'm grateful. Like I can't lose on the day because I, I have what I have and I am who I am. So the routine is definitely the first thing um, 
the the main thing actually that just keeps me grounded no matter what happens um that gratitude part is super key and then gymming as well gymming if the gratitude takes care of my soul i would say it takes care of my soul gymming takes care of my body right after so um i usually just drink a, a water like not a protein shake but just like a supplement shake then i go to the gym and get that workout in all of these micro wins right before starting my day just keeps me grounded makes everything just all like okay pretty much like my mind is steady during the day my mind is not flustered walking around um so i would say yeah the routine is definitely the 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 key yeah because yeah. again you're still making time for your business your pursuit your goals but mm -hmm. at the same time you have the health and wellness goals to stay yeah. on track with those other mm -hmm. people, right and it's important to note that I do those, I take care of those before I take care of the work and everything because I'm prioritizing myself, my health and my mind, right? If you can't, you can't change the world if, you can't impact the world if you, if you yourself are not grounded, right? So before you try to help somebody else, help yourself, right? So, and that's, that's kind of the mentality there. And everyone's going to have a different routine. I know some people who wake up, have a monster, <laughs> monster energy drink, and then they, they are right up to, to, to start and then do productive things and help their own community so to each their own and and um you know that i think definitely having a routine is the key yeah and you know what i'm gonna add to that because uh you know our our boy uh um, what's his name jordan peterson yeah i love him he always spits some really great facts in one of his i haven't read it i have it on my shelf but i opened it to one page one day and there was just one line that stuck out to me and i still remember it to this day he says how dare you try to rule a city mm -hmm. if you can't bring peace to your own home yeah and that's a true testament to what you just said because if you're not healthy, if your mind isn't where it's at, how do you expect to, you know, help people with personal finance and tax, show up for a community? Mm -hmm. How do you expect to do every anything else you want if internally you're crumbling? Yeah. If your health is diminished, if you don't have energy, if you can't sleep, you can't do X, Y, and yeah. Z. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jordan Peterson, he's a guy with uh, like yeah, uh like old, like white hair a little bit. Yeah, the psychologist. So, yeah, so I think I saw a video that he was saying, which again, a lot in lines with what we're talking about. He was saying before Oh, see, I don't want to butcher his quote, <laughs> but he said, before you do something, make your own bed. So kind of like, he, I guess he has these like uh, similar quotes, but it's essentially the same thing, man. Like before you can do anything out there, man, just tidy up your bed, make your bed. That's your micro win for the day. And then you can go out there and take on the world. Take care of the internal before the external. It's, yes, sir. That's it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Awesome. Okay. So quoting from your IG reel, okay? Yeah. This is literally what we just <laughs> talked about. And this is the next question. This is how intuitive we are. Yeah. You said before you take on the world, take care of your business or any woman. Yep. Take care of your own crib. Find your peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Why do you place an important on importance on this? And why do you use those exact yeah. words? Because everything that I named in terms of like taking care of something, so communities, uh, relationships, um before you can tackle those those are those are i see them as blessings but also responsibilities i have a responsibility to my community i have a responsibility to a woman i choose to love i have a responsibility to my family um and people will just place random terms to it people will be like oh provider and do xyz i just mean in terms of as, as a human being with connections to people i have a responsibility to do right by them and before i can do that i have to do right by myself because like it's it's kind of like you don't want to be blind helping the blind, right? Like mm -hmm. people want to trust someone who is focused. Like that's what people say sometimes, like politicians and people can bring up like, you know, politics, whatever. But in terms of like a politician, the the masses tend to trust a politician who's married and has a, like a steady family, right? Like I don't, I don't know which, um, 
stat it was, but like I think it was. Uh, see, honestly, I don't even know the numbers. We might have to remove that part. Man. But like, I think, you know, masses would trust like a man or a woman who has like a healthy home, like a healthy family, as opposed to someone who may be a bachelor because they're just like, they may be like running around. You know, it's kind of like the same principle where like you want to be steady within yourself um, before you can help anybody else. So that's what I mean by that and and take take care of your crib just sounds nice I just I just added that in there um and and that's where you get the peace of mind because you're you're once that's taken care of your mind is just it's it's not racing anymore you know it's going at its own pace mm. and that's all we can ask for some people like to go 60 miles per hour some people like to go 20 and both are fine as long as it's it's what they they are meant to do and um and yeah man Okay, Ronnie, let's wrap up this episode with a really hard-hitting question. Let's imagine someone who can't fathom taking the time to clear their mind and recenter and get back into balance. If we're talking in the case of someone Revive would serve, in the health space especially, this would look like a woman showing up day after day to the gym no matter how tired she is, out of fear she'll start looking heavy. For you and the clients that you serve, it might look like a content creator filled with overwhelm and just always seems to be running out of time just to keep pushing out content and stay current and chase revenue. Yeah. What advice would you give to these people who can't break free from this way of thinking? Fantastic question and and lots to unpack there, but I'll start with telling them to to take it easier on themselves. You know, we're all human beings and the beauty for us is in our imperfections, right? You know, you'll have some bad days, some good days, take it easier on yourself. Um, I don't like to say it's not that serious because people might take it as, you know, uh, it might take it as disrespectful to what they're going after, but it really is like that with life sometimes. Like, take it easier on yourself. That's number one. Um, number two, I would say, you know, know that your time is based on what you prioritize. So we've all seen people who um, say, oh, I can't go here or I can't do this. But what they really mean is that this is not important enough for me to allocate time to it. So number one, I tell them, know what you prioritize. Know what you really care about, whether that be getting in the gym consistently or shooting like a piece of content a day or know what's important to you and, and get that done um, because it's what you prioritize. So you'll make the time for it. So I'll say number two, figure out what your priorities are and then everything in terms of finding time to do things just makes more sense. Um, and th the third piece, which kind of ties into the second is get really good into scheduling because a lot, a lot of people, the most successful people in terms of uh, not just like the riches that they have, but just their mental state, they have very, very good schedules. Their calendars are set to the T. They know what they're doing at 8 a.m. They know what they're doing at 9 a.m. And they respect it. If they go overboard on that 8 a.m. thing and it's creeping into 9, they're saying, nope, because I have something just as important, just as priority to take care of at 9. So definitely get into scheduling. Have a very good calendar. It might seem tedious at first to set it up, but you can have recurring um, events, right, uh, for your routines. So definitely get into scheduling. And I think with those three tips... Take it easy on yourself. Know what to prioritize, and having a good schedule, you'll be well on your way to to having more time for the things you love and care about. Yeah, absolutely, I appreciate that thoughtful, insightful answer, man. I do. Now, Ronnie, thank you for coming on the show, man. It has yes, been an sir. absolute pleasure to have you here. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Revive. <laughs> That's it, man. Right. Yeah. So after this episode, if people want to connect with you, man, they want to stay up to date, where can they find you at? They can find me on social media. So my Instagram, TikTok. Uh, YouTube, my handle is R-F-O-G-A-I-N. Um, I also have a website, R-F-O-G-A-I-N.com. And 
Here you can find um, access to my services. So I have a firm, an accounting firm called Fulgan Associates. Uh, we can help you out. We help creators out with uh, their personal finance, their tax, tax planning, tax preparation, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to link that in the show notes down below, folks, wherever you're listening to this too. So just click on over, connect with Ronnie online, and stay up with his content. He keeps up with such great insights, great Great content. I promise you won't be disappointed. But Ronnie, my man, thank you again. Appreciate it, Matt. Keep doing what you're doing. I love what you got going on here. And yeah. Ah, good vibes only. Thank you, man. Take care, bro.